All right, if you're listening to this episode on Monday, November the 2nd, tomorrow is a big day. It's here. We all know it's here, and there's nothing we can do about it. But you guys have already voted in the Pastor With No Answers pre-election election. election. Now, I have the results, and I told you that this was just a fun little experiment that we're doing, but I actually have connections with Russia, and I've already gotten your vote in officially. And so Tuesday, if you don't want to get out in those crowds, you don't have to. Your vote is already in. Or your other option is if you want your vote to count twice for the first time in your life, I got you covered. Go vote, and you get to vote twice. So Biden won. This is about how I thought it would go. Biden, 40% of the vote, 21% to Trump, 21% third party, 6% writing in, 4% still undecided, and 8% will not vote. 41% of you bastards are scared, 8% of you are excited, and 51% of you are both scared and excited. So Pastor With No Answers, we partner up with Donor C, an organization that goes into impoverished countries to find the poorest family in the most dire of circumstances that need money for a specific health crisis. This month, we are supporting Jarwi, who is a 40-year-old mother of 11 children, three who have passed away. In her 11th pregnancy, pregnancy, she experienced a miscarriage, and the doctor found that it was the result of an invasive mole growing rapidly in her uterus, and she needs a hysterectomy. It only cost just shy of $300, and our listenership... We try to support one family a month. So a few things I want to tell you about that. If you go to, and this is all in the show notes, if you go to donorc.com forward slash PWNA helps, you can donate to Jarwi and her situation right now. You can also text PWNAD to the number 81010 to get notifications on future opportunities to give and help meet the needs of these families. I also want to let you know that if you are a current patron of Pastor With No Answers, if you increase your contributions from here on out, your increase will go to each of these opportunities that we get monthly to help families. If you become a new patron, half of your contributions from that point on will be given to Donor C. So if you want to become a PWNA patron, it's in the show notes. Go to patreon.com forward slash PWNA pod. So if you would like a video un edited recording of this conversation amongst my wife, myself, Jason Petty, who is propaganda, and his wife, Dr. Alma. You can go to at PWNA pod, find the little graphic that represents this episode, like it, and we will make sure that you get that link. You can also go to at PWNA pod to see the actual picture of Jarwi and get a little bit of information 
more information about her situation. As you know, Priscilla and I have been sharing our story of my mental health crash last year. We started sharing at episode 258, and then we continued on episode 261 before we joined Jason and Alma here is a little snapshot preview of episode three that will be coming out in two weeks. Love you guys. Thank you all for listening. I would literally wake up in the morning. Let's just say I slept for two hours. I wake up at six and I immediately think, how am I feeling today? And there are many times I was like, I think I feel okay. And I'm telling you, it would it'd be like a rush of heat would go from my head to my toe and my legs would immediately start sweating. Mm-hmm. Like it just was like, boom. And I, I mean, I've never experienced something mm-hmm. like that. When it is clearly physiological, I I will fight you over trying to take responsibility for that. Well, and I also, I, I alienated myself from the person who had the highest capacity to tell me that would have been a mistake, and that's Priscilla. Like, our marriage was not in good shape. That is the word that lacked for months for Joey, is I felt like every avenue I went to and other challenges that I was facing that were supposed to be safe places that weren't, they were not treating him with dignity. can't do this forever and it's not fair to my family and if I'm going to be this way forever then it is best for my family to say goodbye we had great memories would you guys agree that there's a point in the in the specific kind of a journey you were on where some there's a line you cross where spirituality is not helpful Oh, I crossed it by a mile. It makes perfect sense. She's like, whenever you feel the, and she just does her hand in a circular motion. When you feel that, that's that's your sign. Yeah. Do something different. Yeah. Unplug. Yeah. Go jog. Mm-hmm. Take deep breaths. You know it. You know it when you feel it. Never been so desperate see someone sleep in my life, like more desperate than getting my newborn babies to sleep. <laughs> I was like, please God, let them sleep. I obviously have graduated to a posture of, I'm never getting off medication again. It scared me sometimes when he felt so like, not Joey, but like I could still see him in there and I needed people to stand with me believing that he's coming back. Like I said, I want I want my voice ringing in your head. You guys are awesome. You guys have you guys have walked through the fire. Well, not alone.
<laughs> sit in your driveway in your car? Oh, I she do, do it all, all the time. I'll <laughs> be looking at her there. in the window like. <laughs> I try to milk that person. I'll be looking at her in the window possible. like. <laughs> you do that to her? That's what my kids do to me. You're like a big kid. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, I'm in the window in the car. I'm in the window in the house, and oh. I'm watching her in the car, and I'm like, hey, help me. Uh uh-uh. You don't get to sit. Uh uh-uh. Help me. She's like, I can't get out. I'm I'm she's like, she's all, I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. I'm like, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I'm on the phone. As one who struggles with mental illness, I began to believe some things that were not healthy for me. I began to view my mental health as something that was entirely on me, i.e. caused by me, and started pulling all stock from the concept that this was also a sickness that is happening to me. I started making the effect my mental illness had on others my only concern and stopped having empathy for myself. I even started dabbling in notions like maybe there are some easy ways of fixing my condition, like maybe it was my lifestyle and maybe I could fix it all by changing my lifestyle. Because of all these notions, I started to take kind of an apologetic posture when talking about my depression and anxiety, no longer embracing all that crazy notion that What I go through, what I went through, required strength on my part, something I can be thankful for, something I can see beauty and dignity in. So at the end of this discussion with Jason and Alma and my wife, I looked around at the people on this call and got a glimpse of beautiful team humanity, two couples who have warred through the pain, persevering together, personally having kindred spirits with Alma. My heart was so warmed in the transparency of our two stories of victory. And then I looked at Propaganda and Priscilla, and I saw two heroic lovers and supporters of their spouses. Such beauty. And then I thought about the multitudes of others who have gone through similar things, even the strength one musters after losing a spouse to suicide. Mental illness is a, it's a damn monster. And if you're fighting any part of this monster, this song by Propaganda and Derek Minor is for your family and friends that lovingly stand by your side. And this song is for you. I'm so underrated, underestimated. I'm still dope. And I got some folks back home question how I made it. Cause I'm dope I heard you talk behind my back Behind my back Just don't leave out the fact that I'm dope And life ain't perfect But it's worth it Ooh, cause it's dope Let me tell you like this, uh why you always talking about a hometown? All that unity between the black and brown. Uh, cause it's dope. I don't I don't recall how I found out that you had gone through something and, and, and when was it? Um so it, it may have been a combo of either you or, or I probably posting about it. I think I've become yeah. a lot more vocal recently. Um but yes, you were posting a lot about it from your perspective as someone 
you know. Yeah, it was like I don't. Where's the balance between, like, I was um, well. Un, I understood enough to know that this isn't my story to tell. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I definitely didn't want to co-opt hers, but I also didn't want to be dishonest about myself. You know, so it was more like, yeah, my wife is really going through it right now. You know what I'm saying? But it was more waiting for her to put her finger on whatever that was. And then me just being like, I just I just want to serve you well Mm because I don't understand this, you know. Um, So it might have been like a combo of me like saying I don't remember anything in particular I said, but I know that like. It wasn't so much for me. It wasn't so much the like virtue signaling, like 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 um, stigma about it. It was more that like it was more the co opting. Like this yeah. ain't my story. Like she should. Yeah, and I think this also is her- you were trying to find like community for those that have you know live with with pe- someone someone who has mental illness or you know. Has, I, now I think about it. I think it might have been um uh, uh to write love on her arms thing mm. that I was like. Where I said, hey, you know, I think I cleared that with you. I was like, my wife has, you know, deals with depression. So I'm living with it, but I don't know. A lot of books on being depressed, not a lot of books on being married to somebody depressed. You know, so I think that that's what Mm -hmm. we were talking about. Yeah. Where it started coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, um, it really kind of started probably like four years ago now where I started to have very clear, loud symptoms. Like my body just kind of screaming out to me like you need to take care of yourself. Like I was having really bad panic attacks and I literally was just like, oh, there's that feeling that I've had kind of on and off where I feel like I'm going to die. That's really weird. You know, like it was just so, I was so out of like touch with my own kind of like um, just processing, you know, what those feelings were that I I just thought like, wow, there's something really wrong with me. Like what is going on, you know? Yeah, for Uh, years you would, she'd look me in the face and just as calm as we're talking right now would just be like, hey, I passed out in the shower. Oh my anyway, God. Uh, what do you want for dinner? And I'm like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like what? how everyone like, passes wait, out. Wait, 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 what? Like, you know how everyone passes out. <laughs> like, no, wait, go back. Like, why are you saying this so... What? Yeah. You know, yeah. and like, I'm, I'm thinking I don't want to have a reaction that's going <laughs> to exacerbate the problem. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like... That doesn't sound right. This is a thing. Yeah. Like, are we going to acknowledge what you just said right Just now? a little explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Little like, that's not, you shouldn't pass out in the shower. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I think it's the third time. And I'm like, you think it's the, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. What? Yes. So yeah. I've actually struggled with like all of these uh, symptoms for most of my life that I never yeah put like together I just used to think like oh that's really interesting like I have sleep paralysis you know and I've always had sleep paralysis and I for those of you that don't know what that is it's basically when you're asleep but you're having a panic attack where you 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 because basically you can sense you're asleep and you want to wake up but you can't so you're kind of stuck in this weird like just panicked state asleep but aware Uh, and I used to have those those things happen you know a few times throughout my my um like young adulthood is when I probably would say like it started showing up like mid-20s is when I really noticed them for the first time. 
And I think something that really exacerbated in the last four years, this journey of like trying to figure out what was going on was our dear friends, uh, DJ Effecto's death. Um, so we have a mutual friend who was like an uncle to our daughters and he was, we were just so close to him. And that same month, my aunt died in Mexico and she was, she's also one of the last sort of like connections to the mainland for me. So it was very symbolic, I think to me too. And I didn't realize how, much I needed to grieve uh, with with that whole background story that I, you know that's it would take a whole other episode to to unpack, but I realized like those two deaths really is what sent me into like this depression that I've actually wouldn't say I've ever experienced before. Uh, I had always experienced the anxiety part of the you know like dealing with anxiety sometimes, but never really depression. And that's when I really got worried and really serious about like, okay, I need to figure out what's going on with me. I can't just spend days in my bed hiding from the world and and like deeply spiraling into like these thoughts about just how, you know, uh, just don't want to be here, um, you know, having suicide ideation basically. Um, and so I just had to get really serious and I just decided to really like for the last four years, just consistently see a therapist to try to make some sense of it all. And it was so interesting. Like I still remember the first time that I met with a therapist, um, who by the way has been like so pivotal, like in my own sort of journey, yeah, he was too. just like, yeah, he was like, and he's also a believer. And I just like really like, he just resonates with a lot of parts of my identity. He's Latino. Um, he also grew up in a very, uh, you know, challenging kind of uh, uh, home, poverty, like dealing with a lot of poverty and things like that and um, and dysfunctionality and stuff. So he, you know, it just made me feel like a lot less alone in the beginning. And I remember that if, and I feel like if it wasn't for that, I don't know that I would have stuck to it as much as I did because I had had therapy many times before. Like I have a counseling degree, <laughs> you know? Yeah, let that sink so, <laughs> Yeah. So I had to go through a lot of counseling myself through through that journey, but it was like just scratching the surface, I now realize, you know. Uh, and so that to me was like, you know, it was just so pivotal when I first, I remember one of the first times that I first saw him, I was just like, I literally feel like there's all of these like threads, like a yarn or like a thread, like just multiple threads just like balled up into like a ball of yarn kind of like mm -hmm. imagery and that I can't distinguish one from one of the, these threats from a different one, from a different one, from a different one. And I just don't know what I feel. I don't know what I think. Like, it's just, I was just like a hot, hot, like, just mess. Like, I could, had not clearly taken care of myself for many years. And I was at a point where my body was just like, that's like, you cannot go on like this yeah. any longer, you know? Mm -hmm. So so you said you're you're a therapist? My therapist, Yeah. Did you say you're a therapist? You counsel oh, people? Oh, I'm a therapist? No, no, no. Yeah. So I have a counseling, she has a counseling degree, degree. Gotcha. but I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not a therapist. I actually yeah. do more like um, other kinds of counseling, like college yeah. counseling, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But, but I yeah. still had to go through my own, basically like counseling myself as part of that training that I got yeah. as an applied counselor, um, which like I said, it, at, it, at that time I was like in my mid twenties and it just started to scratch the surface of all yeah. that was going on yeah. with me. Yeah. yeah, it would get real weird to me because like you because you had that training because I'm had the training. She knew all the vocabulary. Yeah. She knew how to like what I thought was like. I knew a could, lot. For yeah, sure. she could yeah. say what was going on in her. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh, well, you got the tools. All right. Well, use cool, them. I guess I'll just. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I'll just wait for you to. Yeah. 
to just do the things that you know or it even like in a lot of times you know now that i had some sort of like premonition or omniscience about like what she was going through but it's stuff that just like i like like the passing out thing where i was like i just don't think that i don't think <laughs> yeah. that's normal you know what i'm saying yeah. but her training as a counselor would yeah. be like well, babe, there's no such thing as normal. You're 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 normalizing. <laughs> That's neurotypical. Those aren't the terms we use in our house. And I'm like, okay. So, and then she I would was just in basically real big denial. Yeah, and she would yeah. be able to tell me. She's like, um, I need to unpack this because I'm having a hard time processing this moment. So I need you to give me space. So she would be able to say, I feel like A, B, and C. So I'd go. Okay, but it just I don't I don't have the training you got, but it sounds like you sad as hell. <laughs> and like it just sounds like to me you just need a break. Like maybe you should just sit down somewhere. That was your diagnosis, sad as hell. That was hell. my <laughs> diagnosis. Yeah. You sad as hell. You need to sit down somewhere. <laughs> you doing this. Go fix yourself. It's just like I got grandma's psychology. Just go sit down somewhere. Get a sip of water. Yeah. Just get a cup of water. Sit down. Go like, get it's some. Fine. Go get some sunshine. Yes. What yeah. is you so worried about the way that the forks are in this? Yeah, literally giving me uh, alcohol. Like I would be like, why don't you just drink this? Like, just <laughs> damn girl, relax. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so because that's the type of thing where I would just think I don't. But you got the formal training, yeah. so I'm like. Maybe I'm tripping, but I feel like <laughs> no one should care this much about the way the spoons and the knives fit in this drawer. Yeah. Like, no, like, why is this the thing? Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and then so much so that, and then in three days, completely doesn't care. And the knives and forks are all over the house because I don't care about none of it. And I'm like, there's got to be like a... In between. There's got to be an in between. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you either yeah. absolutely care or give zero f- You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm like, there's got to be something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know that, what that highlights for me... What, <laughs> what, that, what that highlights for me is just how physical of a thing it is. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you because you you did I mean you did have a good foundation for probably what you should be thinking and shouldn't be thinking and what makes sense mm-hmm. and what doesn't make sense. But oh yeah, your brain was an organ that was being right. affected yeah. and wasn't yes. working properly. I mean that exactly. that should just highlight it for everyone. Like you know, I, I repeat myself sometimes, but not you. You guys are hearing it for the first time. I, I when I went it. through everything that I went through. You know, I was telling a friend of mine, you know, we, we hang out with them every now and then. So I was just catching them up to speed. And, you know, I told them there was therapy, there was medication, there was hospital, there was ECT, there was all this stuff. And gosh, I just can't believe I'm on the other side of this thing. There was a part of me that thought I would never mm-hmm. get. And he's just like, man, yes. that should be very revealing to people that don't yes. believe in medication and all of that stuff because you did all that and you're better. Uh, yes, a lot better. Yeah, I I will say I feel like, for instance, what happened with Joey, and I don't know your full story. I mean, you shared some of it, and you're kind of sharing maybe some triggers or whatever, but sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a trigger. Like, sometimes people are like, I'm a problem solver, and so for me, 
mm-hmm. I'll try to problem solve and figure out how to make them feel better. When we first got married, I knew yeah. you had depression. It was sort of like he told me I deal with depression. Like, is it a deal breaker for us? Like when we were dating. Mm-hmm. And I It was my skeleton. <laughs> yeah. So I you know, I'm a pretty extreme optimist and so and I'm a problem solver. So I think I did think that I could make them better. Ooh, come you know on. what I mean? Oof. Like I yes, kind of thought you saw I like can Jason. figure out these things that <laughs> yes, I, I do. do. <laughs> twinning. Twinning. <laughs> and it took me, I mean, we've been married a really long time now. And it took me a long time to realize how much mm. I really need to focus a little more on myself. Mm-hmm. And Amen. I cannot fix Joey and right. my happiness cannot Dude. depend yes. on Joey. And yes. I... It has been very freeing, and it's also very frustrating that I had to turn 42 years old to realize this about myself. (laughs) It's even helpful for me. Like when we went Mm -hmm. through what we went through, she she was desperate. She had to figure out how can I be with Joey in this but Mm -hmm. not be so connected to where I'm riding the roller coaster with them. Because, I mean, I I was literally going to run her into the ground because she was experiencing anxiety for Mm -hmm. the first time and all that, and she had to get – therapy to start acquiring the tools of i i love you but this is still That's your, your thing. thing like yeah. i, I i'm here for you i will here to help you but i'm i'm not with you in the chemicals <laughs> that's something that <laughs> and you're let me tell with. you let me tell you and i already know because you done already read my mail it's like one of the most painful thoughts is like i now there's a separation between us and that was yeah. the one thing I never wanted in my life was there some sort of separation between me and my spouse. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, she's, she's on her own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, it's so and scary, it, actually. It's so scary. And, and the thing is, like, for me, it was like, it wasn't so much that I was, I didn't, I didn't come from like, because my mom went through, when my parents split up, my mom went through a, a pretty deep depressive state, you know, that she came out of. So I, I had some idea of like what's like what I'm looking at. You know what I'm saying? And I knew my mom's one of the smartest, most brilliant, one of the best humans I know. So I know that like it could happen to anybody that it's it's emotional, it's biological, it's chemical. We're all one thing. You're all one unit. So I didn't have any delusions of like there's there's a physicality to this. In my mind, however, I thought okay, so then let's fix the physicality so i'm like so then if i just so if we just input what you need the output we should be there's going to be a moment that if you break your arm you put a cast on and heal it yeah and i'm like okay so you're depressed let's put a cast on and heal it you know what I mean? Like in my head, I thought it was that simple. And I'm like, is it, so what's the cast? Okay, do you need to feel loved? Got it. I'll, I'll drown you in it. Do you need to feel, <laughs> yes. you know what I'm saying, supported? Got it. I'll drown you in it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be the cast because I'm the closest human to you. And yeah. if your brain is telling you things that aren't true, I'm going to tell your brain things that are true yep. and just listen to me because <laughs> I'm right. You know what I'm saying? She's shaking her head no. Stop. So so I thought that if I did it enough, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, okay, be happy now. I don't understand why you're not, you know, so it wasn't so much the denial. It was the like, 
I, I didn't understand how it worked. I knew, I knew it was, wasn't as simple as some people said. I had sense enough to know that this is, there's something going on more than this, but I just thought I need to just give you the input. And I felt probably the way you did to where it's like, I'm failing her. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and yeah. then, and then I felt like, yeah. poor me in the sense that like, this is just what our life's going to be. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to be raising these kids, you know, and sometimes she'll be here. Sometimes she won't. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And I can't ask for help because you're a selfish bastard. If you are asking for help while she's the one suffering. That's what was mm-hmm. going on with me. Dang. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Did, it was how, hard. how did you turn that around? I mean, it, it, it sounds mm-hmm. like you know better now, but what <laughs> did something click to where you're like, wait, I, I actually yeah. need help through all this too. And I, I asked and I, for help. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, uh, I was, I'll never forget it. I was on tour. Well, I had a, a gig and, um, and the gig happened to be with two guys who I adore who also had the same sort of anxiety and depression issues. And, you know, Lecrae, who's probably one of my closest friends, was also at the same time Mm -hmm. going through a very similar unraveling as, you know, which is what his album and book's about now. So it was all the same time. Lecrae's like my best friend. So I was just in this scenario to where I would call him like, Cray, I, I... I don't know what the, I don't know what to do, bro. And he would be able to translate to me like, look, here's how she's feeling. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and he goes, and I didn't know how to tell, I don't know how to tell my wife this. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to tell her what I need. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So she don't know how to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. But just like understand you're important and understand you like he was they those three dudes were the ones to be like what you learned where it's like you i can't do this Mm -hmm. i can't fix this for you and i can't drown with you Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah Yeah. alma how long were you in like a really really deep dark place um i would say like it was probably close to six months Mm -hmm. of it um i would say like it got really bad for ba- maybe like a month or two where it was just it was just really hard to, yeah. to like you even do anything you know it was just kind of hard to I, I was literally you know having like emergency calls to my therapist kind of things like that where I, it was just like you know I was never I wasn't ever hospitalized uh, or had to you know get hospitalized um, but I also was like at that time I remember probably you know like really being encouraged to consider like medication for it because it was getting just really hard to cope on my own uh with Mm -hmm. my own kind of like strategies of how i used to keep uh you know hopelessness kind of at bay like it was just it just wasn't working through that season it was just a whole other monster um and so yeah i would say it was probably like like almost uh, almost six months of it um, where it was like the really bad, like the, the worst of it. I, I would say like it was probably not as bad for like, another, for like maybe like a whole year where it was just like I just was in this fog and this like I don't yeah. know. You couldn't even 
you know, multitask two things sometimes because it was just too much, which if you know me, you know, that's like such a like flag because I'm always <laughs> multitasking as a woman. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is my special power, um, you know, and so that's when I knew I was like, yeah, there's definitely something going on. But I was just, you know, I kept consistent with therapy and yeah. I actually have been sober now, no alcohol for like over a year um, and like almost six months now. Uh, that really helped me too. So I went the route of wanting to figure out if there were other ways besides medication to really deal with my stuff because I I self medicated for, so for so long, like with with alcohol and with um with truly like academics. It was my way of like just coping for a long time. This is why I got so many degrees and why it all kind of came tumbling down when I was done with the the last step of the degree <laughs> attainment process. Um, and so I, you know, that's basically what ended up happening is I just realized like I just needed um, to try to rule out other things that were that were creating this fog, confusion, like just not, you know, not able to think well or, or be hopeful. Um, and so that's what I started doing. I changed my diet uh, like a lot as well. Um, and those things, I fought through the, you know, the really bad, like dark times and almost, um, I actually went and started seeing a, a, like a psychologist to see if, to, to start the process of a medication. And, and I was seeing two people at that time, so a therapist and a psychologist, and somehow just, you know, still was able to like kind of fight through that and not get on any medication. And I don't want to like sound like you have to fight through it and you don't need to be on medication. That's just my story. Like I just happened to like have the right support and the right tools like, you know, at the right time. So it was always like I was a little bit a step ahead of it. And that's how it felt. It didn't feel like it, I was drowning in it where I couldn't at all like kind of function. And once it got to that point um, and I did have a breakdown, um, it was very brief. So it didn't it didn't translate to me as like needing meds right away, you know. And I still honestly sometimes talk about like I probably could really benefit from having meds yeah. right now. And the way that my life is like structured and all the things that I have to do just to like maintain is so tiring <laughs> that I sometimes do like, damn, I just want to like, Should've just popped the I just need a break, you know? So to be honest, like sometimes I'm still considering whether that is probably a way that I, I might still need to have uh, that additional support for me because, because there is a lot that I am dealing with even now. And I think because of the pandemic too, and all the new things that are happening in the world, I am starting to like also have this kind of feel it again. Starting to feel it again, like starting to feel that kind of depression kicking in, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna fight that this time, like that hard, because the last time I maybe I had that fight in me, but this time I'm like, there are better ways to do it. Dude, there <laughs> was know? there was there was a time during that like the the heaviest time where she was gone four nights a week, whether it was or in a some sort of therapy session. Whether it was her own personal, yes. there was support, a support group. group, there was the psychologist she was seeing, and then there was, uh, I think it was one, oh, you had the thing at the house, right? Yes, I had my own support group. So it was so like, was... so four nights a week, she yeah. was doing all these things, plus going on hikes with her friends, just trying to figure out all these other things to do. And I remember during that season being like, which is very unique to, well, not very unique, but it might be unique to our own family, is like our daughter's like 
tenaciously admire their mom. Like it into the I've never seen anything like this. Like, and I know everybody says their own family's unique, but it's like I've never like for real. Like they so trying to explain to like my teenager that like mom don't have it in her. You know what I'm saying? Same. Same. Yeah. Yes. It's not you, but like, sweetheart, I'm begging you, just ask me. Like, please don't. And while I'm telling her, she's going, okay, hold on. Mom. And I'm like, mother. <laughs> Listen. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, just yeah. trying to like, I mean, they like, they really, they just, my kids prefer their mom. So like, for me, there was a little bit of like, worry around how do I not be this like monster to my children that's keeping them away from their love mm-hmm. and protect you so that you don't crumble and destroy their spirits and hurt yourself? So you're just like kind of running. Uh, I, I I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. It's because I'm dumb. I wonder, I wonder when you and I hung out a little bit at the BC conference, if that was around the time when she was going through what she was going through. I mean, I'm sure it's a whirlwind to you, but... Yeah, it's kind of be, a whirlwind. Uh, it wasn't the, the intensity that I'm talking about. No, because Effecto was alive then. So okay. it didn't get... Yeah, the, it didn't get intense until it didn't get, and it, wasn't a, it wasn't like all life needs to stop until after Effecto died. And that was like Thanksgiving of 2018. Gotcha. So... Uh, before that, it was like none of us knew what was going on. You know what I'm saying? But it was sustainable. I was still touring. Mm-hmm. She'd have sad days, but I'm like, kick rocks. Everybody gets sad, you know? Uh, yeah. I didn't know that there was like something really happening. And I knew she grew up like the, her 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 origin story. I mean, we both from we're both from the hood, but like it's not the same. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so uh, recognizing that, like, her background story and just the type of support that I may have had from our family unit that she mm-hmm. didn't, like, I was always aware of that. Or, yeah, or even just you know like coping and just how to cope, and, you know? Yeah. Because my parents became Christians when I was in elementary school. So there was a real stark, I mean, there was like an A and B in our house. You know what I mean? There was like mm-hmm. what we were, what we became. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Um, and then when my pop split, it was there was that was another shift. So like, um, I like I said, I saw my mom like fight through a serious depression and cling to Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, and her thinking, I you know, suicide ideation. Like seeing her go through that, and you you can't walk away from that. Even even in me like really deconstructing and, and decolonizing my Christian faith, there are certain things that's just like 
I can't deny this. My mother, my mother clinging to Jesus. Why, you know, my, my grandma, my great grandma and him surviving like the Jim Crow South and leaving sharecropping and stuff like that. I'm like, that faith, I can't deny. Whatever this shit is, I'm like, I'm cool on. But like, <laughs> I can't, I can't deny that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we had, I had this like faithful witness inside of me somewhere that I was like, I have personally, I'm, I, at least I got something to pull from, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I'm like, my wife ain't got nothing to pull from, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. she don't have that history that I got, you know, which is, I was aware of it, but. And, and now you're Hindu <laughs> and she's a Christian. And, it's crazy. And now, <laughs> and now, now I went full gunger. <laughs> that was funny. Priscilla, do you want, you want me to try getting off? Meds no. again? God, no. No. <laughs> Just like... No. No. You know what? I actually... I'm getting... I think that... Um, Just what you said, it's so... It's your story, and you've done such tremendous work for your health. Mm-hmm. And I... Like, you guys are both so articulate. I mean, I know that... When I was watching Joey go through what he went through... And then there were the people that were like kind of my support system. And I understand what you mm-hmm. mean by like not wanting to ask for help. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're like, our career is to serve. Like yeah. that's what we, that's what we signed up for. Mm-hmm. That's what we, I mean, we both. We're awesome. No, <laughs> that, actually now that makes me feel really silly when I said that, cause I am not trying to say we're awesome. What I'm saying is that is something we both signed up for together yeah. at a young age. Right. Like that's, uh-huh. this is what we, our hearts beat for. Mm-hmm. So it was like really, really humbling to need help. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for, so for people that were kind of up close and saw the suffering, the really ugly parts, like the really mm-hmm. scary mm-hmm. suffering parts, and then they would tell me how strong I was. I was like, yeah. I, what? <laughs> I am looking at Joey and I have never seen a suffering like that. And I yeah. cannot believe what he has been able to do. Like, do you yeah. feel like that? But Absolutely. Alma, like, like he you're feels a like a superhero to me. Yes. Yeah. You're a superhero. And so I don't like people don't looking at, at all. I don't like people looking at me <laughs> like I'm so strong because my husband went through depression. I'm just like, do you not know? what that yeah. fight is. Do you not understand yeah. that fight? Like, yeah, it, you definitely want to like, I mean, I was already like, like violently protective over my wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So same. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so, so when I know someone else is, you know, going through depression that I'm like, or even addiction, like all of it, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I now knowing how all of that like works and that addictions isn't, isn't always just, it's always not always a substance. Like it might be, in my wife's case, like succeeding. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So like mm-hmm. uh, knowing those things, how I'm, I've, I've become just like not n- just as like violently protective towards those going through things like that, but also mm-hmm. like a fierce like defender and just mm-hmm. like super just empathetic towards anyone I know that's like like really like going through it. You know what I'm saying? That like I just I I like yeah like I, I'm I'm like spitting angry when I when I feel like someone's not getting shown the patience and the grace, you know what I'm saying? Right. That they yeah. should get. But now I feel like now I have the tools yeah. to like at least just kind of like, hey, let me walk you through this, bro. Like it's to go, hey, 
it's not like breaking your arm. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, right. whereas, where at first I thought it was. Where I was yeah. like, yeah, you have a break. We need to set, we need to set it straight. You wear a cast for a while and then your mm-hmm. bone heals. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's not that. Yeah. yeah. You know? Or same, like you having um, a counseling degree, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you can't do that for yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. But it totally. seems like you could because I think sometimes we think differently about the brain. Like, mm-hmm. well, you just, you know what to do. So then you just talk yourself through it. I mean, there's definitely a lot of empowerment and self-awareness in learning those yeah. tools. Like people need those. That's what you learn in therapy. But mm-hmm. I mean, are you going to, you need someone to ask questions that you didn't realize needed to be asked. You need mm-hmm. people yeah. to see something that you've never seen in yourself. Like, you know, you, dude, can I ask you this? This is something that happened to me. Um, I feel like I would say things to Alma that in my mind was insightful. <laughs> and then she would go to a therapist and the therapist would say the same thing. And then she'd run home and be like, babe, you know what my therapist told, told me? <laughs> and I would take it so personal. <laughs> like, I told you that. Why was I? And at the end of the day, it was like, why was I not enough? Like, that's you know what, what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's Am what I, it went back to. How come I'm not enough for you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Did, did like, you why, ever have that feeling Why at doesn't all? my well, love fix you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, Joey's dealt with depression our, our whole marriage. And so mm-hmm. we have like level one depression. And then yeah. we had almost lost Joey depression. And so yeah. that, yeah, that, that level one, just going through different seasons where mm-hmm. I felt like, like, I think the hard part that I had was he was able to give to and serve other people and yeah. be there for, we have four children mm-hmm. to be there yeah. for yeah. our kids and yeah. then not be there for me. Oh and yeah, that's a, so oof, oof, you hit a chord I was there. sort of like, you know, I actually like how you're like gonna, you are gonna fix it. You're gonna do all these things. I kind of felt that same way, but I, I definitely went through some resentment towards Joey and his mm-hmm. depression for oh. how many years do you think that was? Three. Yeah, it was probably leading up to this. So wow. it was kind of already hard. And then there was just other things going on in our life that I wasn't totally in line with career-wise, just different stuff yeah. that he was doing that I didn't feel like was healthy. And we were kind of a little not super together, but trying. Yeah. But I would just be sort of bitter towards it. I'm like, you sure can do a lot, but not for me. And so Girl. I was pretty ticked about it. And I honestly wasn't very nice. I kind of wasn't nice to him for a little while. So when we were going through what we went through this time, <laughs> I I mean, he, could, he could just couldn't function and yeah. mm. you know like your superpower of being able to like multitask and yeah. you're obviously very brilliant and you have insane work ethic and all of that you can i mean with all that you've done with your life and being a mom and apparently having a really hard background which i don't even know what it is so you are kind of a superhero i kind of look at joey the same way like his productivity his work ethic his class all of the things that he has and then to not be able to function was the scariest thing I have ever yeah. seen. <laughs> and yeah. I was not willing to accept it. I was like, yeah. I'm not losing him. <laughs> so yeah. I went from being maybe not very supportive and a little bit mean about it to like, ain't nobody going to touch him. And don't tell me that he's not coming <laughs> out of this. And don't yeah. tell me it's because of X, Y, and Oh, it's because you're a pastor. He shouldn't be a pastor. He can't handle that. Or he can't. 
No, it is not any yeah. of that. He's dealt with this since middle school. I have been in some of his therapy sessions and vigorously took notes with tears streaming down my eyes, seeing yeah. the trauma that he has mm-hmm. dealt with for yeah. the majority of his life in the way that mm-hmm. he has functioned. I just can't even. Yeah. Yeah. Trauma so, yeah. from religious stuff. Like I didn't have anything bad happen to me as a kid. Right. But, but just, I guess it is pretty bad. The, the traumatic, the combination of the fundamentalism and the fear of hell and the growing fear, up in fear, the fear, South, fear, no fear, offense to the South, that, but OCD all of that. And, and then anxiety. just very deep offense to the South. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, know. I have had a really hard <laughs> wow. time with the South this last year, but I, I don't know. I just, and I think also dealing with anxiety and him recognizing when he first felt it and that going unrecognized mm. and untreated for oh, so yeah. long and then yeah. being able to deal with it somehow in your adult life, it just amazes me. So by the time he's coming home with the most amazing therapist telling me things, I am just, I'm That's kind awesome. of not offended just because yeah. I'm so glad he's investing in himself because mm. part yeah. of his problem was not wanting to spend money for proper mm. help. And I think Oof. that's partly why we got to where we were at. Is he just? Wow, it's kind of cheap. He's a cheap person. His length's been. Me too, bro. <laughs> that's him. Almost so coming full circle to what we were talking about at the very beginning. Like, where are you at with your openness? Obviously, you're mm-hmm. you're, you're being open now. But like, how right. how do you calibrate? I would say being open and even maybe like not not a should sort of thing, but almost like a stewardship of knowing yeah. that other people, millions mm-hmm. of people are going through stuff that you went through. Yeah. Like like where are you at with calibrating this not being your identity, but being right. open and mm-hmm. all of that? Yeah. I think that I've gone I've gone through enough of like unpacking and unraveling all of those like bundles of like just being confused and in a fog, you know, that kind of like how I, how I kind of mentioned, like just feeling like I was just kind of all over the place, overwhelmed, didn't know where even to start. And I, and I can like honestly say that I'm in a place now where I have been able to not only um, deal with a lot of the physical aspects of my anxiety, um, but I have also even like been able to find the root of it all. And I've been so excited to just be able to share with others because I've realized that even talking to my siblings about it. So um, basically what, I, what I've come to realize through the process of writing, I'm, I'm, I'm currently writing a book right now about my own process of just kind of figuring out what I was, I'd been going through, what all this meant, right? Like kind of like a memoir. I still don't know if it's going to get published or not. I, I took this on uh, partly because I felt like this strong Holy Spirit calling to write it. And also because my therapist was like, it is so healing to do it as well. And I think you should just go ahead and do it. And you have my full support and he's walking me through it. Um, So yeah, I feel like I'm way more open about it now. I'm obviously going to pour it out in some kind of book that I want to get published at some point. (laughs) Some Mm -hmm. people will definitely know. Um, But yeah, what I ended up realizing was that I had been struggling with PTSD. So it's complex PTSD from trauma. So that's basically what, why I had this dissociation, which I didn't really talk about, but it's basically this feeling of like when you're in a very intense situation, kind of feeling like you're hovering over yourself and watching it play out. 
and not actually like interacting in the moment with what's happening, but checking out completely. So uh, that's sleep paralysis, the anxiety, the depression, and just nightmares. I've always had super intense, vivid dreams and things that always kind of point back to like my just, you know, my kind of the source of my trauma, basically. And so now I'm able to like literally like within the last two weeks have pinpointed what it is with my therapist and realize like, oh, my gosh, like now that I it was because I wrote a chapter and was just like, oh, snap, when I put this all together, that shit's crazy. That's wild. <laughs> you know? Yo, the work for her, I want you to finish the start. Never mind, I'll wait, I'll wait till you're done. So I was just like, oh, snap. Like, that is a lot. Like, I could see why my body was like, you know, starting to act all crazy. And like, I just, you know, depression and like the grieving process that our friend dying actually just kind of unraveled this whole grieving that needed to happen in general about just different things, you know, like grieving, like safety, grieving, you know, my childhood, grieving just different things in my life that I never stopped to grieve or to even know to grieve. Right. And realizing like, okay, this, now that I see it all and I, you know, I'm kind of understanding what it is. First of all, it's so freeing to kind of know. And I think it makes me want to be like, okay, now I want to share it because I know what it is. And I, I feel like people can relate. And if once I have the whole story together, it just makes more sense to me and others, I think, when I share it. Yeah, you know? I think we feel the same way. How is, how is it with your siblings? Like you share with your siblings, are they understanding? Is it helpful to them? I mean, did they have the same kind of trauma yeah. as you as a child? Like They what? did. Yeah, they yeah. did. And something that recently happened was my brother and I uh, had a conversation about it and I mentioned, he was just like, hey, like, he, you know, we were talking, he was like, hey, I want to talk to you about something real quick because he knows that me and my sister have been dealing with anxiety and depression for a while. And he was like, you know that shit that you and Liz are always talking about? This is my sister, right? The best. <laughs> he's just very, very, And he's so just, he's just a, very, he's a man's man. Yeah. You know, you know that shit you guys always talk about? Yeah, that's the way, hey, you know that shit you guys always talk about? You know about? that shit you guys always talk about? You know that shit you guys always talk about? Like, anxiety, like, what does that feel like? What, what do you feel like? And I was like, it feels like you're dying, bro. It yeah. feels like you're dying. He goes, oh, yeah, I got <laughs> He's that. like, oh, yeah, I got that. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. Oh, yeah, 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 I got that. So, so it sounds like he's starting his journey of realizing, and we were actually able to talk and realize Bonded, that yeah. he has had depression for a lot longer. So he's um, dealt more with the depressive part of it yeah. since he was, like, probably in his, like, late teens, early probably yeah i would say like teens is when he started with depression but i don't think that he ever we ever identify it as such we just thought oh wow he you know like this is just who he is kind of thing yeah um but then i noticed it a lot more in his 20s and his mid-20s because he would call me very like in a really dark place and this was when i was still in very much denial and didn't know what was happening uh and i would just be like that doesn't sound right you know like i would just remember thinking like i think you might be depressed or something like that sounds really bad you know uh, like I just didn't have the words to even like really like help him through that. But I reminded him of that. I was like, remember when you called me yeah. back in that time? That was depression. Like yeah. we didn't know it then, but now we I do. Yeah. And then I I kind of laid out for him all the other symptoms. And he was like, oh, my gosh, I totally have that. I have that. And I was like, yeah, it's all connected, you know, yeah. and you know why. Right. And then I kind of like kind of put it two and two together for him, too. And he was like, dang, yeah. that makes sense. And for him, it's it's a whole other story because. In some ways, I feel like Jason has has been a lot of like um, a foundation, like a rock in my own journey, like feeling like he's stable, <laughs> you know, and like I, I know what to expect from him. Yeah. Um, 
and not to totally put his all his business out there, but he's actually with someone who who is now taking basically medication because she was a lot more unstable than him when they first started out. Yeah. And yeah. he always thought like, man, I have nothing to complain about because look at what she's been through. Yeah. So it was, it's really interesting sometimes what we do to ourselves with mental health, especially when it is um, these kinds of like disorders where you think that because someone else had it worse, had a, a trauma that sounds way more traumatic, yeah. you know, that it's, it's more legitimate than maybe just like what we had, you know? Yeah. That's that, and so that's true. my story where I'm like, I, I mean, I went through things, but I was like, eh, you know. <laughs> You know, yeah. I didn't go through what she went through. Yeah. But I will mm-hmm. say this, what I wanted to come back to is like, like with all three of their siblings, with all three of them, her and her two siblings, the, the, when she talked about like the disassociation thing, I just never felt like their tone or reaction ever matched the moment. And it would just weird me out. Like, are y'all, wait, are you excited? <laughs> or like, you know, like, I, like, did you like that? Or, or they would be expressing some of the darkest, most like, God, that sounds terrible. You know, when somebody's unpacking their trauma, they're unpacking the PTSD. You're talking, and they, she would talk about it as so as a matter. And like I said, like I grew up around street dudes, and they would say they would talk about like death and murder as like. Oh yeah, nah, yeah. homie. Last week, right there, man. He got shot, man. He collapsed, man. I remember, die. That fool's heart came out, and whose blood over there it was crazy. That fool, mama came through, and he picked him up, and his arm came off. It was crazy. Anyway, you trying to play Nintendo? You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, y'all are y'all are gangsters. So I expect that because you you signed up for it. So I, at least I got a category for. It. I'm like, well, y'all gangsters. Y'all at the time, I'm like, well, y'all crazy. Cause gangsters. You understand what I'm saying? But my wife. She would just express these things just about these moments that she would remember from her past. And I would be like, my Lord, like, why are you saying, like, are you going to cry? Like, you should cry. Like, you should cry about that. That's sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just, and then, and then, or, but then it would show up somewhere else to where it's like the coffee spills and she's gone. You know, and I just, mm-hmm. so for so long, I was like, I don't, I don't understand and I don't know how to be here with you, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm like, I, yeah. what do you, I feel like, like we should both be crying right now, but you seem fine. Yeah. It sounds like survival. Then, like if you dealt yeah. with so much trauma, that's how mm. you survived. But then as I just an adult, know. you can't you can't cope like yeah. that anymore. I mean, that's what dissociation is. It's when yeah. you literally split off from your emotions to survive. Yeah. <laughs> like or, you yeah, literally the other way around, cannot like, connect to yeah. yourself and how you feel. And even when it's awesome, when I'm telling you, you're yeah. telling me something that's incredible. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, it's amazing. Let's go. And she's just like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah, Baby, you do support- have very high energy. Like your energy <laughs> I do. is like yeah, fills I do. a room. <laughs> I do. Yeah, he wants. But, he wants but if you like telling him. me, I'm like, yo, hey, she's like still in her mm. like graduate program, and one of the students, and then one of the professors says, hey, you want to help me write this book? So she gets a chapter in her book 
Nice. That goes to the damn Supreme Court. And I'm mm-hmm. like, nigga, the Supreme Court just read something. You still a student? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. I think I'm getting a re- I think I'm getting an award for it. Oh and I'm my like, gosh. <laughs> should we go to dinner? Like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And she's you're like, damn, that's just like another thing I gotta do though. You're just like, she was oh just so gosh. pissed. And I was like, <laughs> she was something's not right. Like, yeah. I feel like I don't no, but something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, part of it too, like growing up with that, I now realize it's also become somewhat of like, you know, it's affected how I am as a person now. And, and I don't know how much of that is like, I, this is just how I am as well. Yeah. Like I do tend to be just much more like kind of not high energy, low, you know, like drastic yeah. from one moment to the next. It takes me a while yeah. to ramp up to one or the other. And I think that I think is just my personality in general. Yeah. Like some of that, some of that, not some all of it, it but not then all of it. Some, but then some but, of the but there is I'm the things like, that don't match, which is what the actual like yeah. dissociation thing yeah, is, which is that like, that's just, that's just actually like an illness, you know, like yeah. that's part of my mental. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like illness. you should have a response to this, you yeah. know, and I don't know what I need to do now because am I going to be too much if I respond to this? But I feel like this demands a response. You know, um, (laughs) yeah. This demands a giant celebration. You cannot be mad about that. Yeah. I'm trying to, (laughs) you, this is great. Yeah. You know, you're brilliant. Uh, This is amazing. We're celebrating. Poor you. You're brilliant. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, but yeah, but like her getting names for it, like, helped and i think you mentioned it earlier too like that like made you go maybe i should work on me so i kind of did the same thing where i was just like oh yeah i should hey that's hey that i probably shouldn't have been treated that way hey you know what that wasn't normal you know what i'm saying yeah. and like just yeah. just kind of like learning my own sort of like mm-hmm. and i'm sure Emma appreciates yeah. that too like a healthy you yes yeah for sure. very yeah. much i definitely enjoy feeling like I could just be me and whether I'm like high or low that he will just be him yes. <laughs> and not and not ride those waves with me because that was probably some of the scariest things that happened in mm-hmm. our relationship was when he was we, he wasn't able to have his own boundary on like what he's him and himself feeling versus what I'm feeling yeah. instead of joining me in the panic or joining yeah. me in the like upsetness like no I need you need you need to continue to be you yeah. You know, and and whatever you're feeling and just let me, you know, if I need to do that, I need to do that, you know, and vice versa, it, too. Yeah, it's yeah, because it's because you and I will not only on not only are we going through our thing, but then we also feel almost responsible for mm-hmm. what's happening to our spouse. Yes. And, and it's just this yeah. cycle because mm-hmm. they're doing what they're doing because they are feeling too responsible for us. They're they're right. they're going out of bounds, and then right. we're yeah. taking it on to be like, yeah, we're we're causing this. So yeah, it's 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 it's, it's huge when yeah. Look at me, I'm hideous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I hope you don't mind yeah, me saying on behalf of me and Alma, thank you, Jason, and thank you, Priscilla. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so cheesy and sweet. Yeah. High five, Priscilla. High five. Me and you, high five. You've earned, you've earned yes. it. I never won no online contest, but I spoke at the Congress. We need another 16 to name drop. East African origins, peeking through these cheekbones. Means I made a survivor sitting in my chromosomes. Mandatory 20 years, cousin Aaron back home. Like it be a trip, buckle up and hold tight.
in a gray stay amazing He came down to prove I wasn't talking to an empty room Remind me that the truth is that I'm looking at an empty tomb Sealed the deal, love was so real When them gangbang rituals in a city bar mitzvah Send your best anthropologist, come sit in the midst of us You could catch a glimpse of the fragrance of staying power No champagne showers, I'm just dope I'm just dope I'm just, I'm just talk to the top, 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 top. I'm just talk.